parents. Welcome to Teenager Tuesday. This is Kira, and I am here with Pastor Tisha. Tisha, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm so excited about our topic today. Me too. Uh, Hot topic at home, drugs, alcohol, vaping. Yes. Can be tough. Yes, it can be. Um, Well, let's dive right in. Awesome. So the Center for Disease Control did a report this past year that said by 12th grade, two thirds of teenagers have tried alcohol. 66%, uh, that is two out of every three kids. That's wild. Two out of every three. Yeah. And half of ninth through 12th graders have tried marijuana. Yeah. So among 12th (laughs) graders, one of every five teenagers have reported using prescription drugs without a prescription as well, which is just crazy. I know. It's crazy. When I uh, was kind of doing some research for this podcast for this episode, I was thinking like, wow, I knew that it was bad, but I feel like this gave me like such a big reality check. And um I work with teenagers. You and I both work with teenagers Mm -hmm. like every day of our lives. But these numbers are honestly staggering. And I think that drug use, alcohol and now vaping, which is really a big thing now, too, is becoming just like a common part of our students world. If you have a teenager specifically in high school, but I would say in middle school, too, that this is a huge part of this world. And um, I would say that your teenager is not a stranger to these things, Mm -hmm. which is just part of our reality now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so knowing that Mm -hmm. and knowing how common it is, how, how do, how would you start the conversation with teenagers about this topic? Um, I was doing some research actually for this podcast because, um, uh, you know, I like to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I started asking some of the teenagers in my world, some who've just graduated, some young adults. um, And I, um, you know, asked a question kind of like this, like, since I know that either this is or is not um, a part of your story, drugs, alcohol and vaping, um, what are some things that your parents could have done to keep you from trying this for the first time or like trying these things? And honestly, this is what was crazy to me is I asked at least a dozen people, if not more, um, I asked them this question and they told me that their parents never talked to them about any of those things. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. Their parents never intentionally talked to them about drugs, alcohol, vaping or cigarettes, wow. you know, that, and I just thought that that was wild. And mm-hmm. so I'm starting to think about Hey, as parents, you know, we are helping shape our kids into who God has called them to be. And um, like part of that is having conversations with our kids. And Absolutely. sometimes they can be hard conversations, but I think so very necessary. And I mm-hmm. think as parents, um, you know, we... Uh, we can prepare our students to grow up in a world that we never grew up in. Mm-hmm. I think our students nowadays are facing problems that like I never faced when I was in high school. That's so good. Yeah. I think it's like a whole new world. And even though we are not a part of that world necessarily, I mean, we are, but like not in our teenage world, mm-hmm. our teenage life right. years, um, <laughs> we can still help prepare our kids um, uh, and our students, we can still help prepare them to face the harsh realities um, of this world. So um, I just thought that was really interesting when I started asking questions about that. So, yeah. So, yeah. so how do parents do that? How can parents equip their teenagers yeah. to live in a world that they didn't live in? What yeah. What are some things that you would suggest as a parent, as yeah. a pastor, yourself, yeah. um, to kind of help navigate this hard conversation? Yeah. I, I don't think I have the secret sauce 
by any means, but I do think that I have some tips that I've really thought about. And as I've talked to teenagers about it, as I've talked to young adults about it, as I've done my own reading and research and talked to my own kids about it, here are some tips that I've come up with. I think one, just having honest conversations. I think sometimes like, uh, I think I've been guilty as this as a parent, like we naively think like I'm helping my students by not having these hard conversations because mm-hmm. then I'm not bringing them into this ugly reality right. of the world or these hot topics, these harder topics um, and thinking like maybe I'm sheltering them mm-hmm. from like the evils right. or whatever of this world. But I think that probably nine times out of 10, our students already know and are exposed to these things Yeah. Um, in school with their friends, at their jobs, in their classroom, around the lunch table. I think that, that they're already exposed to them. And so by us not having the conversations, we're not necessarily sheltering them, but we're like helping guide and giving them... Um, tools as they are facing these every Mm -hmm. day and when we're talking to them and we're bringing in a biblical perspective we're helping them have the right um, moral view as a Christ follower um, to begin to combat and even help their friends uh, with with these big topics you know and I think we have to help our students see the truth of the Bible and no one else is going to do this Mm -hmm. right I think that you know we have small group leaders and pastors and of course those are influential those people are influential in students lives but time and time again studies have showed that parents have the majority of influence in a student's life I mean that's just the truth and so um I think it just starts by having an honest conversations about a conversation about these topics. Yeah. What the Bible so says and why as Christ followers we should live by these truths and then keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. That's so good. We talk about that when we uh, mention sex too mm-hmm. of Absolutely. like wouldn't you so much rather be the person to initiate that conversation yeah. than allowing all of the lies of the world yeah. to be all that your students hearing. Absolutely. So that's so well, good. And that's funny because uh these same people that I asked about drugs, vaping, alcohol, their parents didn't talk to them about sex Mm. either. So it's just wild. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's probably time for us as parents just to make sure we're having those honest conversations. And I uh, read this and I thought it was so good. And I just wanted to share it. It's just new research is kind of showing that high school students, they're beginning to think more like philosophers. And this means that they're like learning best through open debate, like Mm. open, healthy debate where multiple perspectives are seen and with applied reasoning. Wow. And I think it's cool for us to be able to have those kinds of conversations with our kids. Yeah. Um, I think it's important that we do it. Yeah, so, that's so awesome. Yeah. So another thing I think is share our own experiences. I think that maybe that we've struggled with one or maybe, maybe you've struggled with one or all of these things. I don't know what your story is. Or maybe there's someone in your family who struggled um, with these things and you've never openly talked about it mm-hmm. with your student. You know, I really do believe that our kids can learn through our experiences and the experiences of others. Absolutely. Um, I think it's good for students to know that... Um, that there sometimes are parts of our family or our own story and our own family history um, that, you know, should be talked about mm-hmm. and not hitting, hiding them. I don't think that does anybody any good. Yeah. And so I think our teenagers, I think what this does is our teenagers will feel more connected to us and that they'll trust us with their hard stuff 
because we've trusted them with our hard stuff. For sure. Absolutely. It helps them not feel like they're alone in their struggle if it's a temptation for them. Yeah. 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 And I think it's good to know like, hey, we were teenagers. Mm -hmm. We've struggled, you know, or someone in our life has struggled and be able to share that Mm -hmm. with them. So, yeah, that's good. um, I think another thing is just making our home peaceful. I know that this feels a little bit maybe totally left turny, but um, I think making our our home a peaceful place. I think that if we have a place where our teenagers can come home to and find rest, they won't be looking for that in other places. Yeah. Um, I, I think that if we can have a place where they can find reprieve from just the tremendous pressures that they're feeling in this world, and especially because our church is in the North Dallas and North Texas area, there's so many pressures mm-hmm. of students in this area. And I think that if we can find a place if they can find a place of rest and reprieve from that, reprieve, reprieve, reprieve yeah. from that, sorry, <laughs> uh, in our home, then I just think that that's a huge win. I think they need this. Yeah. I think we need this as the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that would be so helpful. And I guess my big question is like, what are some steps that we can take today? And I'm asking parents on the other side of this podcast, what are some steps that you can take today to make your home peaceful for your kids? That's so good. But I will say, parents, this does start with you. Mm-hmm. And so what can you do to make your home filled with peace? Yeah. Yeah. That's so um, I have one more that I want to share, and that's just be a safe place for your student. Um, and I, I, I'm saying that because I hope that you are a safe place for your student. Um, I hope that you have open an open dialogue with your teenager. And I'll say this, if you don't yet, it's not too late. No matter how old your teenager is or even how old your child is, like it's never too late to start that open dialogue and to begin to learn how to do that. And I just think that it's so important um, for teenagers to be able to talk to you about heavy things going on in their life without being scared of how we'll take it as parents. Absolutely. Um, Pastor Will says this all all the time. When your student brings something up with you, don't freak out. Yeah. You know, but like, listen, ask questions, um, you know, even begin to bring up tougher conversations with your students so that they can know that they can talk to you about harder things and that they know how you're going to take it. And so um, I I, I think that... um, you know, being able to do this is really big and really crucial. And parents, it starts with us just asking questions mm-hmm. and being able to um, articulate well to our student that they can be safe with us and that yeah. they can talk to us about anything. Um, and we're going to be able to help them. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's such a great start for being preemptive, mm-hmm. right? I think all of the things that you listed, all of those four four key things mm-hmm. are so good to be preemptive, but what happens if it's already happening? What happens mm-hmm. uh, for the parents who are going into their kids' rooms and yeah. finding drugs, vapes, yeah. uh, any sort of paraphernalia Par- yeah. that they're just not prepared to find? Yeah. What kind of advice do you have for those parents? Yeah. Well, I was actually listening to a podcast, a different podcast on this. And, uh, I heard someone, um, say a couple things that I thought were interesting. One is oftentimes when a parent finds a student with this kind of stuff, the student will always say, I'm holding that for my friend. Mm, yeah. Because that's they don't so want to get in trouble. Yeah. But the reality is if your student has that, that is probably theirs. Yeah. And so I think that it's okay for you to say like, Hey, I know this is yours. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just talk about it. I don't want any lies. I don't want any weirdness. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. 
And then they said in that same podcast, I thought it was so good, that all behavior is goal-oriented. So if you're finding your student and they have something like that, what is the goal behind them doing that? Yeah. What are they feeling pressured from? What is causing them to seek that out? And I think that there's very like multiple different things. I don't think it's a one size fits all for every teenagers. I think that there are some questions you can ask yourself and your teenagers if you're finding this in your home. And I'm going to quickly just walk through these and you can rewind them and listen to them again. But some questions are, what are some of the biggest pressures that you're facing? You can ask this to your teenager. What Mm -hmm. are the biggest pressures that you're facing? Sports, school, friends, family. I don't know. Um, what, uh, what do you, uh, what do your friends, like the people in their world, their friends feel about drugs, alcohol, mm. and vaping? Show me your friends. Yeah. I'll show you your future. 100%. Yep. That's what we say at Hope Fellowship all the time. Um, the next question, what can we change in our home to help you combat this? How can we as a family support and help you? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, another question is how are doing these things, helping you get to where you see yourself and where you want to be in 10 years? That's so good. I think that helping them see the future yeah. and not just focus on the here and now is so big mm-hmm. for us as parents. And then I know this is wild, but I, social media is such a big pressure. And so this question is social media too much for you right now in the season mm. Yeah. and being able to help them navigate that. Um, So once I think you've asked these questions, talked through that and helped identify some factors of why your students have walked through the store of drugs, alcohol, vaping, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, I think that you can figure out some next steps. I think counseling, inpatient or outpatient treatment facilities, depending on, you know, what your student might need, maybe changing schools, quitting a team, getting tutoring because they're feeling pressured educationally. I just think that there's small things and some big things, depending on where your student is, that can help. Um, figure that out so for sure the reality is is this can be really hard Mm -hmm. as parents and I I know that um, I will say that you know God chose you to be your students parents yeah and that he's going to continue to equip you to be on your parent as you're on your parenting journey he's going to continue to equip you Mm -hmm. and so I think you can always remember to reach out to us as a student staff and um, we'll do what we can offer the support that we can too Um, but yeah that's kind of our hot topic today and um, if you have any other questions or thoughts feel free to reach out to us and we'd love to help you on on your journey absolutely as always parents remember you're not alone god is with you and so are we and you can do this yes we'll see you next time 